Hi there, I'm Mara. And I'm Ravi. Thanks for joining us today on Torah Time. We love learning together and we're excited to learn with you. Hey, Ima, how did the parents call their kids in from the field? How? It's past your bedtime. (laughs) Ravi, that joke was a little far afield of our Parsha. Now let's hear what happens in the field of Yosef's dreams in Parshat Vayeshev. In Sefer Bereshit so far, we've seen a lot of trouble started by anger and jealousy between siblings. And this week's parasha is no different. Yaakov is the father of 13 children, but he loves Yosef most of all. Yaakov loves Yosef so much that he makes a special coat for Yosef to wear. Yosef's brothers can see that their father loves him the most, and they hate Yosef for it. Yosef dreams some strange dreams, and when he goes to tell his brothers about his dreams, they hate him even more. Let's hear what Yosef dreamed about. We're going to hear the words of the Torah now. It's okay if you don't understand them all. Just close your eyes and listen. Unless you're admiring a beautiful coat, then you can't do that with your eyes closed. Ready, we're in the first Aliyah. Let's hear Yosef tell his first dream. There we were, binding sheaves, bundles of grain in the field. Suddenly, my sheaf stood up and remained upright. Then your sheaves gathered around and bowed down to my sheaf. Now let's hear Yosef tell his second dream. Look, I've had another dream. This time, the sun, the moon, and 11 stars were bowing down to me. Let's think back on these dreams and what they might represent, because dreams can be interpreted in different ways. What do you think these dreams mean? I think they mean that at some point, his brother, his mom, and dad will bow down to him. But I don't think any of them like that. I want to know, how does his dad respond to it? So when Yosef says this to his father and his brothers, his father says, what is this dream that you've dreamed? Are are we to come to you, I and your mother and your brothers, and bow low down to the ground to you? Right? So... Here, raged. Yeah, and then the Torah says that his um, that his brothers sort of continued to be all angry against him, and it says that uh, that his father kept the matter in his mind. So all of this must have sort of stayed with Yaakov somehow. Wait, he's already experienced somebody's favorite child. Wait, say more about that. His dad. Yosef's dad, Israel, has already experienced favorite childs. 
with Esau. Yeah, there's already this history of favorite favoritism among siblings. Yeah. And how does that work out? It never works out well. <laughs> it never works it out well. It ends up with somebody scared that somebody's going to kill them. It ends up with people selling them as a slave. Right, so I wonder why... It never works well. It doesn't work well. So if Yaakov has already experienced what it's... Why did he do that? Right. If he's already experienced what it's like to be a favorite a favorite or not a favorite child, then why do you think he seems to favor one of his children over the others? I don't know. It's kind of confusing. It is kind of confusing. I wonder if sometimes when we experience things, it's almost like we have a memory of that and and that becomes like a habit or a first way of thinking about it. And even if we know that it's not the right thing to do or the best way to behave, it's sort of the the thing we fall back on because because we know it the best. And so we act that way, even though we know we should do something different. Are you able to control your dreams? Like, do you ever go to sleep and say, okay, Ravi, tonight, let's dream about this? Sometimes. Yeah? Well, I mean, if I haven't been having a dream, sometimes dreams just come along. But the only way to really pick the dream I have is to go to sleep. If I don't like the dream I'm having, open up my eyes and go back to sleep and hope I have a good dream. Ah, and hope you have a good dream. Or just think about the thing, but it rarely ever works. Yeah, so we can't really plan our dreams. So maybe Yosef's dream isn't him thinking, oh, I'm so much better than my brothers. How can I have a dream that's going to make them... Maybe, maybe God put the dream in Yosef's head. Oh, why do you think God might do that? Because um, maybe God is thinking, let's see if Yosef shares this dream to his brothers and start boasting about it. Will he do that or will he just keep it to himself? So you wonder if this is if this is sort of like a test to Yosef of what's he going to do with knowing that he is his father's favorite. But it seems like these dreams might a little bit be rubbing it in, yeah? Well, the dreams aren't, but when Yosef says the dreams, they are. How would you describe your relationship with your siblings? We do get into some arguments, but I don't think it's like fighting, fighting. What movie we're going to watch, what time of day something happened. Who gets to pick the playlist if we're in the car together. Yeah. Who gets to drive? Um, I think that one's pretty clear. It's either Abba or me. Do you imagine that Yosef and his siblings got into similar little kinds of arguments, or do you think they had they had bigger kinds of fights? Bigger arguments. I mean, it says it like the brothers don't like the stream one bit at all. Maybe the brothers were trying to keep those emotions in check a little bit. And here comes Yosef with this dream and just shoves it right in their face again. When they didn't have him for so long. Like, he's the second youngest child. The older brothers, the older kids older than Yosef, didn't had none of that for a, 
a little bit of time before Yosef was born. Oh, so they they were living this life with their with their parents and their family. Happy. And it was happy and everything and was fine. Then, Along comes Yosef. And spoils their happiness. Oh, that's really interesting. I didn't think about maybe they had functioned for so long without this younger sibling of Yosef that this might be really hard for the brothers. Ravi, what do you think Yosef is trying to accomplish in telling his brothers this dream? What if the um the bundles of wheat are bowing down, saying, like, I'm sorry, like, I'm sorry we were being so mean to you. Whoa. Wait, that's totally different. That changes everything. What if this isn't about bowing down like, oh, you're so much greater than we are, but what if this is about the brothers... Like, being sorry. Being sorry for what? For being mean. That's fascinating because we could easily think about Yosef sharing this dream with his siblings. As a bad thing or like a rub it in your face. As a rub it in your face thing. But what if it's actually. Like a, at some point you will or you will have to forgive me. Because don't they at some point? Do they, they do. They all they all sort of find forgiveness with one another. So, I mean, it, it gets done no matter which way you look at it. Yeah. Because either they bow down to him or they bow down in forgiveness. Maybe this dream is one way of Yosef saying, I'm participating in this too. Like, remember that you love me. You, your, your sheaves are bowing down to me because I'm an important part of this family too. It's great what Torah can do to your mind. It changes perspectives on everything. Ravi, it was fascinating learning with you today. And we can talk more about the Parsha with the rest of our family over Shabbat. What do you think we should ask everyone at our Shabbat table? How would they interpret Yosef's dreams? Hmm, I wonder what they all say. Thank you so much for being part of our Torah time. Join us next week for Parsha Me Kate. Until, Until next Torah time! time.